Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, super intelligent, and she writes the love song in my life, Michelle. Aw, thank you, baby. I sure love you, too. My wife and co-host is the absolute best, and I am lucky to have her with me by my side every week, especially this week, which happens to be Valentine's Week. I know. We're getting close. That's right. It's coming up. We are recording this episode on Sunday, February. 9th, 2020, so you only have a few days, possibly, depending on when you're listening, there's only a few hours <laughs> left to get that special gift for that special someone, so you might want to get out there and get that done if you haven't already. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but most importantly, on your way out to get that special gift we, gift, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you'll find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, why don't you just take an extra second and sign up for our newsletter? Yeah, we got some great things that, uh, well, you do a great job, honey, on the newsletter and, you know, share some some fun things. And we love doing that. And we just want to have that opportunity to reconnect with everybody. Yes, uh, we try and get all our news out there of what's going on in our Hyperion Adventurer world, we, you know, what we have coming up as far as episodes. In the future, we have some other things that we're going to be adding on to the site, possibly some giveaways, some meetups, some merchandise, all sorts of stuff that we have in the works. And the first place to find that is on our own website on the newsletter when you sign up. Right. And we're not giving your email address to anyone. It's just for our purposes of sending you the newsletter. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's Done. all I want to do is just be more in contact with our Hyperion adventurers just like you. You can also be more in contact with us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, you can always email us at Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. The other really awesome way to connect with us and give feedback on the show and, and help us make it better for all of you is by giving us a review. Yes, we got some great reviews this week. Three reviews this wow, week. It's been a yay. crazy week for reviews. Thank you. I probably play in part by the fact that we decided to do something this week called our hashtag five star February, where we're kind of getting out with our podcast community yeah. and, and you know sharing the love because they have all been so good to us and we want to be good right back to them. So we are giving them all reviews, not all, but many of the shows that we love reviews and you should do the same thing you should get out there and find if it's our show or if it's any other podcast that you love get out there give them a review one it helps them uh make their show that much better know exactly how they're doing but also it makes it easier to find makes that show easier to find for anybody who might be looking for their kind of content out there yeah so thank you again for everybody who did give us a review this week you're awesome and uh, again, if you haven't had a chance and you want to give us a review, we'd love it. We'd really appreciate that. But but the easiest way, I mean, yes, a review would be fantastic. A rating is great if that's the easiest way for you to do it. But really, the really easiest way to get these things done are just to just tell a friend. Tell your friends about this show. Yep. Tell your friends about any show that you love. Word of mouth is the best way to spread the knowledge of various different podcasts of course ours we want ours to be first but there are we know you don't just listen to our show there are other wonderful shows out there spread the love let everybody know that you enjoy these shows and they might enjoy them as well 
Right. An interesting thing about our podcast name is something that comes up from time to time from people of, why are you called the Hyperion Adventures Podcast? Oh, well, we're going to get into that. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've brought this up a couple times on the show because it is when I decided to name this podcast and I ran it by Michelle and we worked on it together. We're like, oh, this is going to be brilliant. Hyperion Adventures podcast. It has history. It's got all this nostalgia. <laughs> it Everybody's going to love it. But it does kind of get lost in the wash because it doesn't necessarily shout Disney to people right. all the time. But the fact is, is that it is very Disney. Hyperion is the name of the studios that Walt Disney first started to make the classic animation you know, where he actually made Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs as well. It was called the Hyperion uh, Studios. Eventually, they outgrew that and moved on to the Burbank, the Walt Disney Studios in Burbank that we now know that we actually just visited yesterday. Yesterday. Uh, But they still have the Hyperion Bungalow, which they moved over from the studios. That's there. And, of course, you can still see it within the parks as well. There's the Hyperion Theater in Disney California Adventure Park. Uh, There's, I believe, a Hyperion Theater. I know there's Hyperion stuff as well in Disney's Hollywood Studios at Walt Disney World. So you can still see touches of Hyperion around. So that's kind of where our name came from. He started his adventure at the Hyperion Studios. We started our adventure here on the Hyperion Adventures podcast. Very good. So there you go. That's why we named our show that. Now, Hopefully people can find us. I should have just said know. it's the Disney podcast <laughs> about Disney people with Disney stuff. I should just put <laughs> Disney in the title like seven times and maybe people would have found us easier. But that's we right. appreciate that you have all found us. Exactly. Yeah. And it is it is really a great title. So it's it's still very appropriate to have that as a podcast. And we love it and just want to make sure people understand kind of the why behind it yeah well i appreciate you bringing that up because yes there always is the question about that and uh yeah we do share the time there's lots of stuff we'll go back and like don't go back and listen to our early episodes because we were not very (laughs) good if you want to go ahead but really just take just just know that we weren't very good in our first few episodes but we explained a lot of stuff in the first few and i'm sure there'll be times as we go forward that we'll kind of uh, touch back on some of the things that we've brought up on other shows. Right. You know, we have stories, uh, we have uh, tales about our lives, tales about everything that go- has gone with us Disney wise that we will uh, connect with you again, just in case you, because many of you have picked up the show way later within it and we appreciate you. Uh, so and if you ever have any questions about us, and about anything you know, we do Disney-wise or whatever, um, we're happy to answer them. Feel free to email us again at HyperionAdventuresPodcast at gmail.com. Exactly. Yes. So we have lots of stuff for you today, including the Walt Disney Company released its most recent earnings report. And it's a good one. It's a good thing, too, because we may need all the earnings from our Disney stock. <laughs> I know. And good then some before the year is out, we'll tell you why that is. And we are now going to be able to talk about our favorite Broadway (laughs) musical whenever we want on this Disney podcast. Not that it stopped us in the past. We'll tell you why that is as well. But let's get to our main topic of the week. As we mentioned, yes, it is Valentine's week. Time for another five favorite list. What could it be this week? Love is in the air Everywhere I look around Love is in the air Every sight and every sound And I don't know 
that's there when I look in your eyes Love is in the air In the whisper of the tree Love is in the air Okay, not really a Disney song. It is a love song, and love is in the air. Yeah. And so we decided with Valentine's Week, uh, this being Valentine's Week, Valentine's Day coming up this Friday. Remember, it's Friday, everybody. <laughs> we decided let's get back to one, our five favorite lists, but two, more Disney music. I know, and it's kind of surprising, one, that we haven't talked about Disney love songs uh, with some of the other topics we've done. Uh, I'm very interested in hearing what yours are. Um, if I had to predict, I'd think that I probably have more of some of the traditional mm. ones uh, than you. But um, that's probably that true. being said, I wouldn't be shocked if our top two are probably about the same. We probably have a couple that will match up on this list. Yeah. Yes, we are giving our five favorite Disney love songs. Uh, we are going to count them down as we always do. We count them down usually five to one. Sometimes there's a five A, a five B, a <laughs> three Z. You I know, don't know but what you're we always about. like to count them down, and we include you too. I know some of you have written to us on social media. I got some emails from people giving you uh, giving us your list as well. We'll be sharing those after we count down our list, and we're very excited to do so. But let's get to it. We always start our five favorite lists with Michelle. One, because she's absolutely wonderful, <laughs> gorgeous, intelligent. She's the best co-host uh, and wife you can ever have. You're so but sweet. always, she always has the best lists as well. So let's get to it. Here is Michelle's number five Disney love song. All right. Well, I know you want me to start with number five. <laughs> wow. Right out of the box. <laughs> Didn't take us long. I know, right? But I have to start with my most honorable mention first. <laughs> We're going to honorable mentions before we even get to our <laughs> just, list, okay? Just because it's it's better of an honorable mention than some of the other okay. honorable mentions. Sure. Uh, this is why Michelle always goes first. <laughs> but I will get to my five. Um, did I say plural fives? Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. There was a lot on social media about me having stretched some of these lists out. I don't know what people we are talking do. about. It's not just you. It's a yeah. tradition mm -hmm. with Hyperion Adventures podcast. All we right. both stretch these lists so, out. So my most honorable mention that would would have squeaked in as a 5C <laughs> is You Snuck Your Way Right Into My Heart by Love Handle. <laughs> To shield my emotions A wall that you could never break apart But like a ninja of love ninja Repelling of love. Down, from above, down from above You snuck your way right into my heart Oh yeah I was, what, I was trying to decide <laughs> Which video is it for love song was going to make your list i don't know if this is the only one but I, that's a great choice i, I mean love handle are you kidding me I so know. good i know and it, it is one of the best episodes too but okay so that being out of the way we'll get down to the top five list so my top fives a and b 
are <laughs> and I almost got it down to one of them but and I could if you really push me on it but nope. I really didn't want to eliminate one of these they're both really older traditional uh, love songs from Disney so 5a would be from the movie Robin Hood called love <laughs> childhood sweethearts who reunite as adults and have that feeling spark up again and it's just it's a simple sweet love song but I love how his eyes when he's looking at her <laughs> it's just too cute and 5b then also very traditional would be Bellinotte Disney movie love scene and you know who can't think of love when they hear that yeah charming song I agreed it's on my list uh, not it's a little higher than it is on your list but uh, look it's the most adorable scene right it's a first date scene for one thing it's who hasn't reenacted the spaghetti and the meatball thing you know (laughs) it is adorable it's a wonderful song it's all about love it's actually number three on my list. So, uh, excuse me, number four. That's right. I had it number right. three. I changed it. It's number four on my list. So, uh, very nice. Bella Note from Lady and the Tramp. So, what would be your number five? Well, in traditional Hyperion <laughs> Adventures podcast. No way. Actually, this is a double tradition. Yes, I have a 5A and a 5B. No way. And as we all know, Hashtag real men love frozen. I mean, it's crazy. What? We finish each other's sandwiches. That's what I was going to say. I've never met someone who thinks so much like me. Jake's Jake's again. Our mental synchronization can have but one explanation. You and I were just meant to be. Yes. 
Okay, now it's a beautiful song uh-huh. about, you know, how someone comes into your life and opens your heart and it's about being together with, you know, someone who is like you that you'd like to do things with, basically being with your best friend, kind of like my life with you. Uh-huh. I'm in love with my best friend and that makes this a very special love song for me and it, it, I I can appreciate it. Now, there's a reason why I have a 5B here, and part of that is because of the end of that song. One thing, the, the only issue I have with this song, it's a cute song, it's wonderful, is the fact that, one, Hans is not really in love with right. Anna. He's just trying to fool her. Right. Two, Anna is just so happy to have someone enamored with her, or in her life for that matter in general, that she's willing to get engaged with him on the drop of a hat. Right. So... I had to have a 5B along with this one, too. And as we all know, hashtag real men love Frozen. Now I know you're my true north Cause I am lost in the woods Up is down, day is night When you're not there Oh, you're my only landmark So I'm lost in the woods Wondering if you still care Yes, my 5B is Lost in the Woods from Frozen 2. One, it's just got this great 90s kind of boy band vibe <laughs> right. to it, which is so cool. And, the you know, I mean, it's a music video within the movie, which is fantastic. But, you know, the in the story of Anna's life here, this is a complete sway from that first song, Love is an Open Door, to here, where now, instead of kind of getting through this with some guy who doesn't really care for her that much, this is how much Kristoff cares for her. Like, right. he's just lost in the woods thinking about her, thinking that she might go away that she doesn't care that she's lost in this other uh, area not paying attention he all he wants to do is is in spoilers for frozen 2 he <laughs> wants to get engaged to or he wants to marry the love of his life and this is the progress that one Kristoff has made but also that anna has made in their lives that they've right. reached this point and that's why i thought this was a good 5a and 5b but they're both wonderful songs and uh, wonderful love songs in oh agreed agreed especially your 5b um you know it is like you're saying that it brings it to a full circle. But the other thing is just, you know, kind of the recognition that, you know, he does want to lead a life with her and that, you know, he feels that she's an inspiration to him. Right. So that, that's it. I mean, he's, you know, he's basically giving himself up to Anna. Right. And that's it. And, you know, um, you know, Hey, somebody, like that is what we all want in our life. Someone that is that much deep, that deeply yeah. in love with you that you not being there is kind of has them lost in the woods. Right, per se. right. So that's why that is my 5A and 5B. My 5, I think they tie together in one way. So really it's a 5, but 5A and 5B. So let's get to Michelle's number four Disney love song. All right. And I stuck with A number four. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Which going back uh, again to your your five B, I that's how I feel. 
with you. I mean, you're just amazing. You're so sweet. Um, Okay. My number four uh, comes from one of my all-time favorite writers, Alan Menken and Stephen Schwartz. If I Never Knew You from Pocahontas. And I'm so grateful to you. I'd have lived my whole life I mean, first of all, my favorite part of this song is the part that's sung by John Smith, um, you know, and just, again, the if you listen to the words, and he does say, you know, like, I'd rather die tomorrow than live a thousand days without you. And this is, to me, very reminiscent of how I feel about you. Aww. It's like, um, you know, we truly balance each other out, you know, like if you look at, if anybody knows us, you know, Tom's the calm one, I'm the more frantic one, and I may be the frugal one, but you're the one that can help guide us to spend money to have fun from time to time, and I think we do a great balancing job, and and that's how I, I see this, is he, you know, he's recognizing his life would not be the same if he didn't know her. And that's how I feel like, you know, my life became complete once I, you know, I couldn't be, agree more with that. Got yeah. together with you. And, and so it, it, I, I put it out there because it does, you know, have that touch personally with me. Yeah, well, that, I feel the exact same way. And yes, I, that is one thing. I, if you, if you know us, um, it's very interesting about us is that we kind of, we are a compromise on both sides, <laughs> not on everything, you right. know, and some things we completely agree on, but there are many things that we are kind of a little bit left or right of center on that we kind of bring each other to the middle or steer the other one more towards our side when it needs to be done. Right. And so it just that we do compliment ourselves or, you know, I mean, we're bragging about ourselves, but that's kind of the way I feel about how our relationship is. And I think it works very well because of that. Right. And, and you know, when you go back to the story of Pocahontas, that's kind of where the two of those characters were. You know, he had, first of all, he had a, a an impression or even one could say a prejudice towards, um, you know, the culture that Pocahontas represented, you know, and she, even though she was very wide-eyed and open, you know, kind of had the struggle of, wait a minute, there's some negativity of these people who are coming in and I got to understand what that is. And, and, you know, even in this song, she talks about how when she met him, her hope was for things to get better for both parties, both cultures, not just parties of two of them, but their cultures and how to bring them back together. His was, I thought, more of a love song towards knowing her and how that, you know, broadened his perspective and his feeling more complete. Great. 
Yeah, uh, I don't disagree with you on that. Uh, Pocahontas is not one of my favorite movies. I don't have a problem with it, but it's not one of my favorites. But a uh, great song mm-hmm. and, a, and a great choice by you. And because oh, you, you already stole my number four with <laughs> Bella Notte from Lady and the Tramp, you get to go back to back. So let's go right back to Michelle for her number three Disney love song. All right. So, um, you know, in preparing for this episode, sometimes I found it hard to pick songs because some songs that I thought were really great and I perceive them as love songs, their song itself may not be a love song, but because of how they were featured in the story, made it a love song. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I, I can understand what you're saying. Okay, that, yeah. so my number threes, um, A and B, because they, they go together, we're from Wally. it's La Vie en Rose and Define Dancing. And when you speak, angels sing from above. Every day, void seems to turn into love song. Give your heart and soul to me, and life will always bleed. Love unroll. one the being holds that one you know it's where you're introduced to wally being in love with eve and you know the things that he was doing to try to help her you know she was in a state of not being able to do anything anyways but um you know that he you know tried to protect her you know and just all the little aspects of showing and expressing love which it's like uh, how did they do that mm-hmm. with these you know with this movie um, and then coming around to full circle again of Define Dancing, where Eva is now trying to show Wally, you know, mm-hmm. her expressions of love as well. I mean, they both are at that song, but that, you know, the two of them really come together and realize that um, they belong together. Yeah, uh, just arguably the most beautiful couple in Disney Pixar, yeah. Disney history. Um, Wall, if you don't love Wally, I, I, I've said this many times on many subjects. If you don't love Wally, I don't want to know you because right? Wally is wonderful. Eve is a great character who, you know, is swayed by how wonderful Wally is to go away from her directive right. and essentially, you know, follow her heart uh, and follow Wally. And it is, it's a spectacular movie about a spectacular couple that are not human. They don't really emote. I mean, they emote, but you know, they don't really right. you know, it's, it's like, it's so well done. Yeah. No real dialogue right. and for the most part, but that they are able to be very expressive otherwise. And so that's why I chose those two songs. Cause I thought they complemented each other in the storyline for my number three. What a great choice. I, uh, I, I love that choice, Define Dancing. Um, it, just, it didn't quite make my list, but I understand why it's there, right. and it probably would have been in my honorable mentions. Uh, so um, really great. Uh, well, Michelle's list, always the best. Oh, list. you're sweet. Like I said, the, you know, when there's no, you know, 
in those songs, they don't really the songs themselves don't express love. It's what's happening in the right. Movie. Yeah, if you if you just listen to Define Dancing, it's just some really nice and kind of interesting music, right. you know, and it yeah. really flows nice. And it actually would be a nice song to dance to, and it makes sense why right, it's Define right. Dancing. But yeah, you kind of need to relate it to the movie to understand what's going on at that moment. Yeah. Um, very nice. All right. So you're up. Number three. My number three. Maybe uh, this is one of the ones that I thought was going to surprise Michelle that she may not expect to come off my Ooh, list. Okay. This one is from a relatively, eh, it's actually not as new anymore. It seems like well, time is just flying by, but it's from The Princess and the Frog. And I think it's one of the most sweet love stories you will find in any Disney movie. Look how she lights up the sky. My bed, Evangeline So far above me, yet I Know her heart belongs to only me Je t'adore, je t'aime, Evangeline You're my queen of the night So still, so bright Someone as beautiful as she Could love someone like me Love always finds a way, it's true And I love you, Evangeline So we were just talking about sweet love stories with Wally and Eve, of course. Right. Um, is there really much of a sweeter love story than Ray and Evangeline? This un, you know, unattainable star that's above him, but he has this unwavering love for her. Singing this song, you know, obviously you would think that it's unrequited. There's no way right. that it, it can come back to him. Yet, and spoiler alert, at the end, and, uh-huh. we find him up there. What we, we assume is him up there with the two stars, right. Evangeline, and you assume the other one is Ray, holding, it looks like they're holding hands because right. their little beams are connected together. And, oh my goodness, I mean, Ray's death, and then that, um, it just wrecked me because it's such a beautiful, beautiful story and for this thing right. you know, to happen for him and... It even chokes me up right now. Uh, know, uh, you know, right? it's just, it's a lovely, lovely love story within a movie that's kind of a, a love story. Right, exactly. Um, which is why it made my number one. Ah! <laughs> finally. Got you back for a couple weeks ago. You got you back yes. for a couple weeks ago. <laughs> but I totally agree with you with all the things that you're saying. And, and yes, I, I think some of the interesting aspects of it too, um, just from the mechanics of it, is like you said, it's a love story within a broader story of other characters who are dealing with relationship issues. Um, the song itself, like you said, is super sweet. Um, and he, as a character, he is very sweet mm-hmm. uh, and and just beloved in that. But I also loved towards the end how it really, they, they bring in that New Orleans style of music, mm-hmm. you know, to top it off. When Lewis I, grabs the, right, the trombone. Exactly. Not the trombone, but the um, trumpet. Trumpet, thank you. Mm-hmm. And it just starts playing, just starts right. blowing. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and so they, you know, they really bring that, uh, you know, splash of New Orleans 
style song music to it. So I thought that was a nice addition mm -hmm. as well. But yeah, I totally agree. It was um, super, super sweet and definitely a, a favorite love song. Yeah. Well, obviously, it's your number one. Yeah. It's my number three. Mm. So uh, that's, as I said, my number three Disney love song. Michelle's number one Disney love song. I stole her thunder, get her back so a couple <laughs> weeks ago. We don't compare lists ahead of time. We have no idea I what's going to be on each other's list. So it's always new to us whenever we do this. But Right. Yeah, I thought fun. you actually would have had it higher than a three. So. Really? Well, yeah. that's good. You're going to get to the my last two and we'll... Yeah. Well, you'll kind of understand why. I oh. think. Uh, so let's get to Michelle's number two Disney love song. All right. So my number two, which I do believe is probably, I'm just imagining, is going to be one that is on yours. I'd be really shocked if it isn't, is Lava. Oh, they were so happy to finally meet above the sea. All together now their lava grew and grew. No longer are they all alone with Aloha as their new home. And when we visit them, this is what they sing. I have a dream I hope will come true that you'll grow old with me. And I'll grow old with you. We thank the earth, steer the sky, we thank too. We matched up on this one. This is my number wow. two as well. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So. Yeah. Like I said, I thought, well, I thought one and two would be the same. So I was surprised with your number three pick. Um, but yeah, I mean, is that not the sweetest mm -hmm. song? And, and th th that clip doesn't do it justice because it's really the whole... I think it's around four minutes, right. four and a half minutes, the short, essentially. It's the whole story that you really need to in, go through the entire love song. Exactly. Uh, go check it out. Uh, I, I know it's uh, Disney Plus. You can find it on YouTube. You can find it a lot of different places if you haven't seen it before. Even if you have seen it before, go check it out again because it's, it's wonderful. It is. It's just so adorable, so darling. Um, again, how they bring and emote love from non-people non yeah, <laughs> yeah non-people and um you know i remember when we saw this in the theater i mean it's like holy cow i'm crying with the short yeah. what's gonna happen this was before inside <laughs> out which i knew was gonna be emotional to begin with you know right. to see inside out you know it's about emotions it was right. gonna be emotional for me who i'm a very emotional person as <laughs> really? you, know, you know about me <laughs> This short play is I'm wrecked through and I'm like, I look to Michelle, I'm like, this is not going to go well for me today. You know, I'm going to be a puddle by the end of this all. And I was, yeah. uh, but it started right there from the the, the cute little short right, right to begin right. with Lava. Definitely. Yeah. And, you know, it's definitely a, a fabulous song. Like you said, the, especially listening to the whole thing or, you know, and watching it. It's just really beautiful. Yeah. Great, great piece of, of art as well in how they did all that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, what it's all about, you know, wishing for love, hoping to find somebody that will sing the same song you do right. essentially with you, you know, which is a, you know, a metaphor for life and that you're kind of looking for somebody yeah. to, you know, be your dance partner, to be your, um, your duet, your karaoke partner, whatever the case may be out there. And that's kind of what, you know, lava was going through, what these two volcanoes were going right. through. 
uh, almost thought he didn't have it. Like right. he was going like, to not find it. Exactly. Found it just in time to save him. Um, just a wonderful, wonderful story yeah, and a wonderful, like wonderful don't song. Don't give up. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. Keep singing that song and someone will join in with right. you eventually. So. so you know my number one. I know your number so one. So let's, let's hear yours. My number one comes from another more recent movie, uh, which I think uh, ends up being a fantastic love story. And one of the most touching moments within that love story happens uh, during this song. And it's from Tangled, and it's I See the Light. Last I see the light, and it's like the fog is lifted. I see the light And it's like the sky is bright And it's more than real and bright And the world is somehow shifted All at once Everything is different Now that I Let's just start with it's just a spectacular song. It's just right. a beautiful, gorgeous song. But it's, you know, it's the not quite the culmination, but, you know, leading to the culmination of this budding love story between Rapunzel and between Eugene Fitzherbert right. there, um, Flynn Rider, but Eugene. Uh, and, it, you know, it speaks to me in many regards and that, and, and you've been through this too. Mm-hmm. We've both been through failed relationships mm-hmm. like big time failure relationships right. okay and n- when i met you the fog had lifted Aww. you know i mean it it all became bright and clear for me and that's just kind of what they're saying to one another here they've had their difficulties in their right. life they're focused on other things she's been stuck in a tower from some terrible True. person trying to take advantage of her hair he's been trying to live this life that he thinks he needs to lead of being a criminal and trying to find money in this right. and that. And they met each other, went on this adventure, fell in love, and now it's clear to them. It's kind of like even Wally. Right. It's clear to them that they belong together and their fog is lifted and they they should be. And again, that's how I feel about you Aww. every single day. Aww, and so, likewise. Uh, that's why that this touches me. And by the way, if you've been on the Disney Magic uh, they do the Tangled, the musical oh, show yeah. on the Disney Magic. And this, uh, he, we just talked about me being wrecked. Okay. <laughs> when this scene comes on and that, it's beautiful. oh, it's so gorgeous and lovely and so heartfelt and wonderful. And I am a wreck every single time I yeah, see it. Um, I agree with you on that. It, it, you know, again, for, I, 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 obviously for me, it's hashtag real men love frozen, but I love Tangled too. Hash men, real men love Tangled as well. Because right. Tangled is a spectacular film. I mean, another thing that, that was nice about this storyline too is, um, you know, neither of them really started out obviously caring for each other and they, they gave each other a chance. You know, they both accepted what the other one was like and, you know, 
being willing to work together for something. And that's what I thought too was also great about that, that, you know, it's kind of like that old saying, you can't judge a book by its cover. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, he was trying to even hide his cover by not even sharing his original, you know, his real name and things, you know, and, and, you know, she wasn't really looking at him in terms of being a lump interest. It was just, he was going to be the means to her end of getting off you know, getting out of the town. Yeah, it wasn't like an Anna thing where he, right. she falls in love with him just because, you know, she hasn't seen anybody yeah. in 18 years. Right. And it's, this was something that kind of happened as they went along. Right, right. right. So very good. Good choice. Mm. So I that's like it. my number one. Uh, I, I hope you enjoyed our number five list. We had some listeners that chimed in as well with uh, either their favorite Disney love song or their uh, many favorite Disney love songs. We'll start with some emails we received. Uh, Doug, who has been in contact with us many times from mm-hmm. Escalon, California, uh, hit us up via email. And his number five is a, an interesting one. It's kind of more of a, a family-type love song, like a father to son, and it's from a Goofy movie. Nobody else but you We've turned into a true blue duo heart Times we've had a few Like we're thrown in the drink Like we're tossed out of town But when I start to sink Hey, I'd rather go down With nobody else But why? Oh, you! Ah, Dad. So yeah, nobody else but you from a goofy movie. Yeah. Just a, you know, it's a great family father son love song. It is a love song. It it's just a different yeah. type of love, but you know, still a wonderful, wonderful song. Exactly. One of our favorite movies. So. Yes, that's a great choice. Yeah, I love it, love it. Uh, he also went to uh, Define Dancing from mm-hmm. you know even Wally. You know, he just talked about her. What a great character! Is one of the best characters they were. He was, did want to say, I almost picked uh, Married Life, but. You know, it's a little tough when Ellie <laughs> dies in that one, but I think that's spectacular. Yeah, I had too. that one I mean, on my honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, here's one that just barely got bumped off my list that I really love and, and could have easily been on there. I just bumped it off at the last second, and that is uh, from Hercules, I Won't Say I'm In Love. Oh, no chance, no way, I won't say The one I just love that song. Uh, right. We both love Susan Egan very much. Yeah. We've seen her perform a couple times. You have a selfie with her. You know, <laughs> no, your bestie, Susan Egan. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's funny because, yes, it's I won't say I'm in love, but right. really the whole thing through it, she's saying she's in love. Right, and the muses exactly. are trying to, along with her, it's it's well done. It's it really shot well. It's a good scene. From the film Hercules, right. and it, it's it's a it's a beautiful song. It really Definitely. is. Definitely thought for sure it was going to be on your list. Yeah, thought it, like, for sure it was. It was on my list. It, I bumped it out later on. Is gotcha. What happens in this is like I'll go through and I'll start my list, and I'll you know I'll go really quickly and go one two three four five 
you know, I have them ready to go. And then I come in and get the music ready to go for this. And as I hear these songs and I'm like, oh no, I got to shift it around. And this <laughs> happens every single time. That's why I went my, my first list is always put together really quickly. And then when I get <laughs> listen to the songs more, I'm like, right. no, no, this has to be on my list. And then there's sometimes like, how can this not be on my list? <laughs> yeah. You know, and it, it's painful, but uh, that's kind of how it goes. Well, especially since you have to download other songs that in the, thinking of what my list might include. Right, that's true so, as well. So. so that might change your mind. That too. is true. Uh, next up for Doug was I See the Light by Tangle mm -hmm. from Tangle. He said, uh, we always sang this to my oldest son to help him fall asleep when he was a baby. So, so he has so uh. many feels about that one. So that's nice. And he finished up with Beauty and the Beast from Beauty and the Beast, which I was surprised wasn't on one of our right. lists. So. He also gave honorable mention to Lost in the Woods for Frozen because hashtag real men love Frozen. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. And A Whole New World from Aladdin. Uh, we also got an email from Scott in Minneapolis, Minnesota. He had Bella Note from uh, Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. This is number five. Number four is Beauty and the Beast from uh, Beauty and the Beast. Tale as old as time Tune as old as song Bittersweet and strange Finding you can change Learning you were wrong Certain as the sun Rising in the east Tale as old as time Song as old as rhyme Just a wonderful love song, right. Beauty and the Beast. Uh, so beautiful. Yeah, you, you can't you can't go wrong with that one for sure. Uh, uh, Scott's number three was I can't think of the name of it. He says, but the song from Toy Story three where Jesse and Buzz do the little flamenco dance. Oh, yeah. And I think the original <laughs> there's a there's one song that starts when they first kind of dance a little bit together when Buzz first turns it, but the one that is later it plays later in the movie where you know she you know realizes that right. that's I un amigo and me. Right, which, which is, is the Spanish version of yeah, yeah you got a you friend, got a friend in me. me. Uh, so, but that's kind of funny. I like that. Pick, <laughs> yeah, you know? He's like, he's like, oh, you know, Buzz and Jesse were in love, right? You know, so that counts. <laughs> uh, can you feel the love tonight from Lion King? Is another mm -hmm. great one. And finally, his number one was a whole new world from Aladdin. Another fantastic love song. Right. Uh, Rachel hit us up on Instagram. Rachel from Part of Our World Podcast. Right. Who, by the way, we just did a. Little cameo on their show. They did a, an Oscars show. By the way, it's Oscars night tonight. That's fantastic. Yes. Um, they did a Disney Oscars show, which is probably the better Oscars show. <laughs> Go listen to a part of our world podcast Oscars show with lots of other podcasters. We were happy to be part of that as one of the. Yeah, you're great. People, yeah. You need an award. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> for about your that, performance. But, but uh, <laughs> uh, go listen to their show. They do a great show. You can find uh, Rachel and Keenan, her husband, on Instagram and on well, on Instagram at, at Part of Our World Podcast, and on Twitter 
at P-O-O-W podcast, I believe is what it is on Twitter. But uh, she said, A Whole New World is my favorite all-around Disney love song. Or, But I would consider something there from Beauty and the Beast to be my favorite romantic song. New and a bit alarming Who'd have ever thought that this could Who'd have thought? Well, bless my soul. Well, who'd have known? Well, who indeed? And who'd have guessed it come together on their own? It's so peculiar. Well, wait and see. A few days more. There may be something there that wasn't there before. You know, perhaps there's something there that wasn't there before. What? There may be something there that wasn't there before. What's there, Mama? I'll tell you when you're older. Adorable love song yes. about them, you know, two that seem so different. They're suddenly realizing there's something going on. Right, there's right. something there. Exactly. Uh, just really, really cute. Yeah. A cute scene, too. But. Definitely. And that was on my original draft, you know, and it kind of had to get squeaked off with some of the others. But it is a great. So many great, great love songs. Mm-hmm. It's tough to make yes. these lists. Uh, this was a this was a particularly tough, tougher than I expected it to be. Again, yes. I, I always say that. It seems like every time we do one of these, <laughs> um, these I always think, oh, yeah, I've got my five nailed down. It'll be right. No problem. It was yeah, that's only yeah. 10 songs anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, that's Christmas songs. There's only 10 Christmas songs. <laughs> okay. It's done by different people. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I digress. That's, that's funny. Uh, moving on, Cassie, who uh, you can find on Twitter. She does the Disflix and Tidbits podcast. You can find her on Twitter at Disflix and Tidbit. Just gave us one, and it's That's How You Know from Enchanted. This is one of my favorite songs overall. <laughs>
love that song. Love Enchanted. Uh, great movie. And that, that song, is, the scene is spectacular through Central Park right. as more and more people gather along with her as she's singing this song. It's, it's so fun. <laughs> it is. It's fantastic. It is love great. It. Love it. Uh, moving on, Tony uh, hit us up on Twitter, who, who you can find. He's from the Disney Discussions podcast. You can uh, find him on Twitter at Disney underscore Discuss. And he said his favorite Disney love songs in no particular order are I See the Light from Tangled, mm-hmm. Lava from the short Lava. Uh, here's one that hits up that's interesting. It's uh, from The Little Mermaid and Kiss the Girl. Another adorable scene, right? although he doesn't kiss the girl there at that no, moment. It never quite happens, but... You see magic happening, You can though. see it. It is a magical scene in a uh, wonderful mermaid, uh, movie, The Little Mermaid. Um, very great. Very wonderful. Wonderful film. Uh, and uh, moving on, he also had uh, Love is an Open Door from Frozen, mm-hmm. A Whole New World from Aladdin, Honorable Mentions, following Clear Hyperion <laughs> Adventures <laughs> podcast style. Uh, Married Life from Up. We right. talked a little bit about that. Here's one that I think is hilarious but very appropriate. It's Han Solo and the Princess from The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Can't go wrong with John Williams, <laughs> right? right? No, uh, just great Star Wars music, and I, I, I don't know. it is you know the, the music does build with those that couple, especially as they progress in that film. Right? But yeah. I, so. I don't know if I call it a love song per se, but it is a wonderful, wonderful song. Definitely, I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> See, Tony, you got through. Michelle allowed it. So you're in. You're good. Uh, moving on, Cam Ray, who is on Twitter at Cam Ray, said Bella Note is one of my all-time yeah. favorites. Uh, Joni Robinson, who is on Twitter at JLeeRob64, said I see the light from Tangled. Abigail on Twitter at Abigail Bork. Uh, if only her number five is If Only from The Descendants. Nice. Uh, number four is Once Upon a Dream from Cinderella. Number three cool. is Beauty and the Beast from Beauty and the Beast. This is one that I thought might come up somewhere along the lines. And that is, so this is love from Cinderella. So this is the miracle that I've been dreaming of. This is a 
adorable love it song. Is. It's classic for yes. sure. You know, when they get together and they have their dance. Right. It's a, it's a wonderful moment. So yeah. Like you fitting. said, beautiful and classic. Mm-hmm. Really cover that. Exactly. And right. her number one was Love from Robin Hood. And she yeah. says that one's for her mom. So Aww. Really nice. yeah, Too sweet. So yeah. uh, thanks for chiming in. Do you have any honorable mentions? Well, I, yeah, most of my honorable mentions, I think, have all been said, but we can't go past one of my favorite honorable mentions from Phineas and Ferb, <laughs> Gitchy Goo. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, is there a better love song than Get You, Get You, Goo? I mean, really, come on. I love you. <laughs> just a fun song. Just a fun it song. It is a fun song. I don't know. I mean, yes, I guess it's technically a love song, but it's just a fun song. It is. It else. is. So that's funny. So that is that it for your honorable That mentions? is. Uh, what about you? I have a couple of honorable mentions. One also goes back to Enchanted, and this is kind of near the end of the film when they're in the big... Uh, the dance, the cotillion, whatever you want to call it. And it just is a really touching moment b- between uh, the two main uh, people within the film. Oh, how could I face faces if I should lose you? So if you know the the movie, it, this is the dance scene between the two. They're tied with other people, essentially, right. at this point. And they can't really be together. So that's why the, the so close and yet so far, it's like you can see it there. Right. It's ready to happen, but it's not supposed to happen. At least that's what they thought. Right, right. Like you said, they, they are with other people and they don't feel... They've come to the realization they want to be together and they just haven't been able to figure out how to make that happen. Exactly. So a really, really touching moment and a, a sweet song. I, it's a song that I, I really love just on its own. You know, wh- wh- how you want to call it a love song or not, it's not sung by uh, the people within the film right. itself, but I, I just think it's a really touching moment of love uh, and, and showing that they love one another within yeah. this film. Uh, finally, I want to close out with something from Disney Plus that Michelle hasn't tied herself into yet, <laughs> but I'm getting her there. I'm going to get her into watching this and this is from high school musical (laughs) the musical the series i think i kind of you know
that something feels this right It feels so right I think I kinda you know I'm saying I don't not love you. You know, you know, you know. Just an adorable song between the two uh, main actors in the series, the musical, the whole thing. <laughs> uh, really is a, a a really fun and interesting show. The music in it is fantastic. If you haven't seen High School Musical, the musical, the series, it's it's just it's just fun it's just a fun interesting show yes there's teenage drama within it of course right but it is really just kind of a blast if you kind of liked glee back in the day it kind of reminds me a little of that um just more modern um and i'm gonna get michelle to start watching it she saw the first episode was kind of like eh, about it i continued on watching it i enjoyed the <laughs> heck out of it i'm gonna get her to watch it yet so i probably will but if anybody out there has a good reason why i should watch that Hit us up on uh, on social media and let me know. <laughs> there was actually a, a debate at one point on social media, which I thought was silly and completely ridiculous debate. But it's like, what's better on Disney Plus? High School Musical, the musical, the series, or The Mandalorian? I'm like, wow, so completely different shows. <laughs> I mean, how can you compare them? It's ridiculous. You know, don't even try. Um, <laughs> But it, it just kind of funny when that I saw that. That is funny. There, yeah. So. So. Uh, that's it for our five favorite Disney love songs, and some from all of you and our honorable mentions. Our five favorite plus eighteen more. Right. Um, we'd love to know, you know, more if you want to chime in. What your favorite Disney love songs? If you haven't chimed in already, please hit us up on social media or email us, and we'll share them on a future show. Yeah, and thanks for those of you who participated. You you certainly made it more fun and added to our episode today. Yes, thank you very much. We really appreciate when you chime in and help us on the show. Now let's get to our second topic of the week because we had a fun day yesterday mm-hmm. all revolved around this. We're three caballeros, three gay caballeros. They say we are birds of a feather. We're happy amigos, no matter where he goes. The one, two, and three goes. We're always together. We're three happy chappies with snappy serapis. You'll find us beneath our sombreros. Brave and we'll stay so, we're bright as a peso. We say so, the three caballeros. We have stars to guide us, guitars here beside us to play as we go. So yes, we were blessed enough yesterday to go up to the Walt Disney Studios in yeah. Burbank for a screening of the, the 75th anniversary screening right. of The Three Caballeros. What fun we had, Oh, right? that was amazing. And actually, there was a love song in uh-huh. that movie, and I kind of thought about putting it uh, on <laughs> my almost list. Almost inspired by yesterday, <laughs> huh? Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was a ton of fun being, you know, first of all, it's always, and I know we say this every time we get an opportunity to go up there, you know, you're on hallowed grounds there, you're in a very special place. You, you feel that in the atmosphere that everybody there is understanding the, you know, the importance of what that location is. You're seeing a film 
being played at a theater on the place where a lot of it was filmed. Um, and it was funny hearing about that, like near where we parked was actually the beach scene from, um, from Acapulco. Acapulco, right. right. And so. Yeah. So it, one of the interesting things we learned is that, uh, yes, a lot of it, the, there were several things that were shot, of course, in South America and in Mexico. Right. But there's one scene there where kind of Donald is chasing the girls around the beach in Acapulco. Okay. <laughs> that was actually on the Disney lot, pretty much where we parked our car, which right. is, it's called the Zorro lot because actually it's also where Zorro was shot right. back in the day. And um, since they, they, they've since uh, moved a lot of their uh, filming to other areas around. Around. They still have lots of sound stages there and everything, but they don't kind of have a lot there anymore. Um, so that moved as kind of more of an employee and guest parking structure in mm -hmm. that spot. Uh, but it, it looked, I was like, oh, I almost wish I didn't hear that I because know. now you looked at that scene totally differently knowing it's not right on the beaches in Acapulco. I know, yeah. know it's pretty funny. But it, it was amazing actually knowing that and then watching it and thinking, wow. In such little space, they made it seem quite large. Right, I, I, it's absolutely true. Very much so. So, um, so we got out there, and we we were able to get what they give us, as they do for most of these D twenty three events that we go to. And we, we've done a few of these screenings. Uh, we got uh, the set of buttons, which right. were uh, based on the classic art from the archives mm -hmm. from the film, which was really spectacular. And then you just get to you know just kind of roam around a little area of the grounds, which, as you said, are hallowed grounds. Right. You know, if you've seen um, many of the Disney movies, you know, if you've seen uh, like Saving Mr. Banks, where you were right mm -hmm. by the bench where they kind of go Walt and, and um, Jeff Travers go and, and sit right. out at, you know, and, uh, and just some other areas where it's like she built something. It, it's just kind of grounds you've seen in the Mickey Mouse Club. You've seen within various different movies right. that have been out recently, but it's just spectacular. The animation building is right across from the theater. It's just wonderful to be on those grounds. Uh, we got in, and we usually, before one of these screenings, they have some sort of talk from somebody. Mm -hmm. This time, they were talking up a show that's, uh, I, I think it's on the Disney Channel, but it's also on Disney+, Plus, and it's called The Legend of the Three Caballeros. Right. It's a brand new show that's out now. Yeah. I mean, it was interesting going in, because like you said, they always have a presentation prior to the screening. Um, the films that we've seen more recently have been more recent type of movies so that they've usually had somebody involved in the actual film, either production or some aspect of putting the movie out. And so we wondered, you know, this movie is 75 years old. There's, you know, unlikely anybody's going to be here from that film. And I thought they did an amazing job bringing in these, this panel of people who helped produce the new legends of the three caballeros and of course including tony who does the voice yeah of tony donald, anselmo right who does the voice of donald duck and who was um trained under the master and so it was so interesting hearing them speak right so yeah here was the panel it was tony anselmo who has been donald duck since 1985 took over for clarence nash mm -hmm. who actually trained like he would go up to tony and you know ask him like you know, what, how would Donald react in this situation, right. you know? Yeah, and so trained for several yeah, years, trained uh, Tony to become Donald. And now he's been Donald for so long and he does a fantastic, he's a Disney legend. He does a fantastic mm -hmm. job with him. It was great to hear me, of course, broke into uh, Donald several right. times throughout, even saying awesome. a happy birthday to Christopher Painter, who's the story editor that was also there because right. it was his birthday that day, breaking into 
uh, happy birthday in Donald <laughs> Duck. That's, that's got to be awesome. Uh, Matt Danner was there. He's the director. He also, by the way, does the voice of Kermit in Muppet, Muppet Baby. Yeah. And he broke into a little I Kermit know, that out there. That was so cute. Was cool. And uh, Chris Moreno, who's the art director for the show, is uh, I was there. The show looks fascinating. I haven't seen it before. It kind of, if you've seen the new DuckTales, it kind of has that kind of feel to it. I don't know what's exactly right. like that, but it kind of had that kind of feel to it. Uh, they said it's a little tough to find, but if you're looking for it, if you if you it's you can find it as a if you like this, then you might find that. But also, if you do a search for it, it will come up. It's called The Legend of the Three Caballeros. Right. I mean. Some of the things that were very impressive, hearing them talk about, again, reverence to the fact that they were trying to do a continuation of this very historic film, and just hearing them say things like that they they matched the colors that were used exactly, um, that they really wanted to make the story, you know, have some parallels, like in, in Three Caballeros, the original movie, it's Donald's birthday and he's going on these adventures and it's taking that kind of concept. And I thought that was also really good having a character in there that, um, that she uses books as a means to introduce them to places to go and experiences to have. So they really did try to uh, extract all the good things about that original film and to replicate it on this continuation, which really looks phenomenal. Mm -hmm. You know, I think if I had just seen the title, I don't know that I would have tried it out. But after seeing some of the things that they, you know, showed some of the clips and giving some of the, the development of it, I definitely want to check it out. Right. And we love the new DuckTales and it kind of has that vibe. So it's all the more reason for us to kind of uh, want to check it out and see if it, if we'd enjoy it as well. And we saw a couple clips from it and they were very funny clips. Right. And, uh, really enjoyable. And another th- great thing about it is they were, they showed us that they are uh, taking some classic characters and kind of, while they're not using them as necessarily the characters they were in some of the classic films and, and shows right. and shorts and whatever, but they're kind of using them in a way. So like this is a reference reference to this character and this is a reference to that character right. and there was like six or seven um, classic characters that you would recognize that were, were fascinating and are part of the show. Right. So they take a storyline, you know, it could be something happening historical or a location. And then, you know, I know like they had um, one of the ostrich ballerinas from Fantasia and they had that character design into one of the characters of a different storyline altogether. And the same thing with Mr. Toad and, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and it did have that. And then you also saw some artwork of some things that came from other movies as well. I mean, there were the images that you could see uh, if you saw Hercules and they were incorporated maybe in backgrounds of buildings and things like that. So they really did, um, keep it, you know, with the title legend that, that they kept it historically with kind of the concepts of how the original three caballeros came out, but they also pulled and extracted some great things from other Disney films. Yeah, uh, really interesting stuff. And uh, I'm looking forward to checking out this series yeah. and seeing if we like it. It looked, I was intrigued by it. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. As far as the movie, the three caballeros itself, I know it's been on Disney plus since, uh, since day one when it right. came up and, uh, we knew that this was coming up, so I've been actually avoiding it. Same, uh, yeah, yeah, to make you know, I haven't seen it in uh, decades. Probably, I haven't seen the Three Caballeros, the movie. I've seen clips of it. Right. We obviously uh, the Grand Fiesta tour out of the Mexico Pavilion. Right. You know, you get little pieces of it from that. Uh, but it was really cool to see it again. Interesting to see that. 
you know, uh, obviously one thing that's classic with Walt Disney is he started off doing the Alice comedies, which were animation and live action, right. kind of combining them and really groundbreaking for the time. Uh, really didn't have anything more of that until this movie, which was in 1945 or 44. I'm trying to remember, but it was 75th anniversary, so it must have been 45. 45 yeah. Uh, so, you know, fat. You know, it's fascinating to see the combination of animation and live action. Well, before I mean, you all think of uh, Mary Poppins right. and maybe even Bedknobs and Broomsticks as doing sure. that as well. But this was done, you know, almost 20 years before that. Right. Uh, so it just it was really cool to watch and and. It really is pretty seamless. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, you know? yeah, it is. And it was fun seeing it on the big screen. You know, I don't think either of us have ever seen no. it on the big screen. No. So that was enjoyable as well. And again, being in a very special movie theater to watch it. Yeah. And then we went to the store and bought a bunch of stuff. <laughs> you know, so you have to go on the Disney store on the lot. Yes. You're going to buy stuff Disney on the Disney store, store on the lot. And then we went and got lunch. We had a really nice, we have a favorite place that we've mentioned in the past where we go to for lunch. It was, it was a really nice day. We had a great yeah, day it yesterday. Was fun. It was really fun. So uh, if you ever get a chance, if you're a D23 Gold member or a Gold family member and these screenings come up, take advantage of it. Go out there just to be on the lot. I mean, they have a Goofy movie right. coming up, which I know we're going to try yeah. and get to because we love a Goofy movie. Uh, they have the anniversary. I think it's the 50th of the, Aristoc the Aristocats mm -hmm. is coming up too. They're going to have that screening as well. Uh, if you get the chance, if you're, especially if you're in Southern California, go see one of these D23 movie screenings. They are wonderful. They're right, so fun. Exactly. Especially the fact that you get to go on the lot. Too. Right. That's so. the main point. I mean, they have them across the country and you can yes. go see them. They have them in Disney Springs often out uh, in Orlando right. and they're doing some other ones across the country. They're trying to open it up a little more for people who can't get to Florida or, right. or Southern California. Uh, but if you do get the chance, especially to go to Southern California, it's 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 another level. Right. It's, you know, I mean, it's one thing to go see it in a regular movie theater. It's another thing to go see it in a movie theater on the Walt Disney exactly. Studios lot. Um, yes. If you can plan a trip, if you happen to be in the area and it works out for you, go take advantage of it and go see it. Uh, definitely loved it. And we had a great time right. watching the three Caballeros. So fun. Panchito, Jose, and Donald. We love them all, especially Panchito and his holding of the note we're just about to hear him. I can hold a note that long, can't sure, you? Absolutely. Sure, absolutely. Easy peasy. No question. <laughs> That's it for our main topics of the week. Let's quickly get to our Disney stories of the week. And I'm going to start with the Walt Disney Company released its first quarter earnings this week, and they were very yeah. good. This from Yahoo Finance. Disney posted better than expected results in the first quarter, the company's first report since the launch of its streaming service. Here were the main figures from Disney's first quarter 2020 earnings report compared to consensus estimates compiled by Bloomberg. Uh, revenue uh, was ex was at uh, 20.86 billion versus the expected 20.81 billion. Nice. So not bad there. Yep. Uh, adjusted earnings per share were $1.53 versus the expected $1.46. That makes us happy as stock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Disney Plus first quarter subscribers 
were 26.5 million. They expected it to be about 20.8 million. Right. So blew that out yeah. of the water way more uh, subscribers than they originally expected for uh, Disney and says, you know, for Disney Plus. So that's cool. Uh, it says Disney Plus's success is attracting and retaining subscribers was a key focal point for investors heading into results, which came out on a Tuesday. Right. No, and it makes sense. I mean, last year especially was a, an enormous year. We've talked about that with the movie releases. You know, the very special. Uh, you know, features in the sense of having, you know, Avengers Endgame and a new Star Wars, which is the end of a trilogy and, you know, our saga. And so there were a lot of big things happening, especially the latter half of last yeah. year. So really cool. Uh, Bob Iger also announced a few Disney Plus release dates for anticipated shows for Marvel. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier will be debuting in August of this year. WandaVision, which was originally slated for 2021, will be available in December of this year. And The Mandalorian Season 2 will debut in October of 2020. So that's good news. Now, it's a good thing we have stock in Disney and the (laughs) earnings are good because we're going to need every cent of it we can later in this year. This is why this from Parks Blog. It's a great time to be a Star Wars fan and it's about to get even better. That's because reservations will open later this year for Star Wars Galactic. Galactic Star Cruiser, <laughs> which debuts in 2021 at the Walt Disney World Resort in Florida. Yes, it's going to take all our money, but we're excited to go experience this two-day cruise right? aboard Galactic Star Cruiser. Yeah, it just sounds so phenomenal. And to, to think that people are going to actually be so immersed into the Star Wars environment that, you know, for two days and nights that you're going to be, that's what you're going to eat, sleep, and dream wow. about. Yeah, they, they had a little video of it, some of the stuff we saw at the D23 Expo, mm-hmm. some of the things you're going to get to experience while you're on there, visiting the bridge, uh, you know, learning to use a lightsaber correctly and all this stuff. Uh, it's going to be great. They, they're going to be two-day, two-night sailings, essentially vacations. Uh, they're going to be on there. We don't know exactly when the reservations are opening up yet or when the uh, Galactic Star Cruiser is opening up right. yet, but uh, I'm sure... Uh, we'll find out pretty soon, and it's bound to be quite pricey, but uh, <laughs> it looks amazing. Yeah, I mean, how creative. I mean, when we first heard about having a Star Wars hotel, you know, you're trying to think how that could be, but it's so creative for them to make it actually be more like a cruise. If you're on a cruise ship and you're actually taken away and you're immersed in this environment on the sea, and here you're doing it in space on on uh, this Star Cruiser. So yeah. very creative way to you know, ad- address the issue of being allowing people to, to spend the night at a special location. Yeah, uh, very cool. I'm so excited for it. I just, I mean, you know, we, we've already taken to the immersiveness to the next level with Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, and this is just going to leap way forward. Right. It's uh, just so cool. It's so exciting. and It's going to break our bank, but that's okay. <laughs> Uh, we, do it once. Yeah, <laughs> once, yes. uh, we wrap up the Disney stories of the week with the news that absolutely tickled me to death this week. <laughs> that is that Hamilton, an American musical, will be coming to theaters. And yes, 
It will be released by Disney. Nice. Yes, yep. this from Variety.com. Disney is bringing Lin-Manuel's musical sensation with the original Broadway cast to cinemas in North America on October 15th of 2021. So we have a little bit of time to build up so to it. So crazy. But, uh, <laughs> it is coming. Uh, the movie version isn't an adaptation in the vein of Miranda's upcoming In the Heights movie, but rather a live capture of a stage performance that was shot at the Richard Rogers Theater in Manhattan before the founding members began to depart the production. Uh, rights to the stage film reportedly went for an eye-popping $75 million. Mm. So it's not just pricey to get a ticket to the show. It's also <laughs> pricey to actually purchase <laughs> Right. Um, Disney CEO Bob Iger said this, quote, Lin-Manuel Miranda created an unforgettable theater experience with a true cultural phenom phenomenon, and it was for good reason that Hamilton was hailed as an astonishing work of art. All who saw it with the original cast will never forget that singular experience and we're thrilled to have the opportunity to share this same Broadway experience with millions of people around the world, end quote. So, you know, Lynn is tied well with Disney, so it right. doesn't really surprise me that Disney was able to work this out with him. Of course, Lynn is, uh, did the music for Moana. He wrote a song and made a cameo in The Rise of Skywalker. Right. Uh, he has a recurring role in DuckTales. Yeah. Uh, he's now teaming up with Alan Macon for the upcoming Little Mermaid live action film. Yeah. So uh, just just really cool that uh, he's going to be in tied in with this. And if you think we talked a lot about Hamilton <laughs> in the past, well, I'm sorry. Free reign now. Uh, us, um, part of our world podcast, we'd had Rachel, you know, send us in something earlier on. They're big uh, right. Hamilton fans as well. I'm sure we're going to have an episode coming up where we're going to talk about Hamilton, Disney in the near future and where there may be some songs on some of these lists that yeah. might pop up now. I think Keenan has also used Hamilton in some of his uh, his uh, educational presentations at school. Right. He's an English teacher. They're both teachers. Right. Uh, Keenan's an English teacher and he's said in the past... He has used Hamilton right. as a teaching tool for his students. So. Yeah. So now we're really excited. And and just the fact that they're doing the format is that it's from the Broadway performances rather than making it more like a movie with, you know, all kinds of different sets and things like that. I think th what we saw was the the intriguing but raw areas of the stage capturing so much of what was going on within the actors is is brilliant to produce it that way. Yeah, you're going to see it as Lin-Manuel as the other uh, people that put it together, uh, made it to be seen, and that's great. I, you know, not, no, not going to add a bunch of superfluous superfluous stuff <laughs> easy for me to say uh, in and around it you know adding stuff to extend the story or whatever no it's going to be just what everybody's who's seen the show as seen on the stage and right. i think that's fantastic uh, by the way uh, there was a funny line from lynn about this show he said quote what i'm most excited about is you all have that friend that is like I saw it with the original cast. <laughs> We're stealing that brag from everyone because you're all going to get to see it with the original cast, end quote. I love that nice, letter from Lynn. Nice. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Anyway, that's yeah. it for my Disney stories of the week. However, we never wrap up a show without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation, whether it be the Disney World, Disneyland, Run Disney, Disney Cruise. And we always start with Michelle. One, because she is the love of my life, the love <laughs> song in my heart, but also because she has the very best tips. So let's get right to it. 
Here is Michelle's tip of the week. Well, thank you. So my tip really has to do with annual passes. And I think part of it is because we're getting ready to have to make some decisions with our passes soon. So, and, you know, obviously they're not cheap. Uh, and so this tip is really on, on ways to optimize your annual passes. And the main way to do that is know when and how the clock starts on your annual pass before you make that purchase. Uh, and so I'm, the example I'm going to use is in Southern Cal, we have what's called a flex pass and it has some days, mainly mid, you know, mainly the Monday through Friday that you can use at any time as much as you want. Um, but the weekends are called reservation only, you know, some are totally blocked off, especially your real peak times with holidays, et cetera. But most weekends it's, on a reservation basis and you can either reserve, you know, one of the parks or both of the parks, whichever you prefer, but you have to do that in advance. Um, and so we've done this with, this is what our son Scott has. It, it's worked out really great. I mean, the price and what we've been able to accomplish with that has been pretty, pretty spectacular. Um, but the way, for example, that one, it starts the day you make your first reservation, not for when it's reserved for, but the day you start making a reservation. So for example, if you, if you purchase that flex pass today and today you make a reservation, let's say for two weeks out, today is the start date of that year, not the two weeks out from when you're doing it or the three weeks or whatever. So you want to know that beforehand. And for, for example, with this particular offer, what you could actually do is if you're doing, let's say you're going on a weekend and it's a reserve only date, then you could go and buy it on that day. Let's say on that Saturday. And even though normally you can't do a reservation on the same day, you have to do it in advance. When you're purchasing that one time, you can get the, them to release that reservation for you. And that way you're time starts the same day you purchase it. And even though it might not be a lot, but it could be like a, a couple weeks, we've just realized that we've made a, a family trip coming up two weeks after our <laughs> annual pass expires. And not that that's a problem. We're going to get something, but we're trying to figure out, you know, what we're going to do for it. But that's where timing can really play a part in uh, how well or how you can optimize your annual pass. Yeah, definitely pay attention to those dates on anything, whether it be a ticket package, whether it be an annual pass. Don't buy your annual pass necessarily too early unless you know if you're going on a trip, if you have a trip coming up, unless you know it won't start until the day you first right. uh, enter in one, to one of the lands. Because it's just you, you never know when you might go back and you're wasting weeks, possibly months of your time right. uh, purchasing this annual pass too early or your tickets too early. Know when your tickets expire as well and when yeah. they start up. Uh, know all those things going into it. It's a simple research and it really will help you. Right. Could save you, you know, money in the long run if you have to, you know, re-up or buy other tickets or whatever the case may be if you fell like we did a few weeks short of us <laughs> planning this trip, which we're looking forward to. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Not that it's a problem We will again. have a new annual pass yeah, for that one. Yeah, we're just trying to figure out which one to go to right. now. We, yeah. yeah. So interesting stuff. So, so. Michelle's tips, always the best <laughs> tip. Thanks. Uh, my tip this week, and since these annual passes and these tickets and everything uh, cost a uh, pretty penny, mm -hmm. resort stays, travel, food, all this stuff can start to 
cost a bit on your Walt Disney World or Disneyland vacation. Well, I'm going to tell you about free stuff. Nice. Okay. Be aware that there is free stuff when you go out to some of these parks that you can take advantage of mm -hmm. for souvenirs or whatever the case may be. And you should take advantage of it because you're already paying a lot of money. So why not get a few free things here and there where you can. For This was inspired by when we went to the D23 event mm -hmm. yesterday. They announced uh, the Sweetheart Night, Disneyland After Dark Sweethearts Night is coming up this week. And D23 is going to be there in the Golden Horseshoe. For any of you who are going out there who are D23 Gold or Gold family members, go to the Golden Horseshoe. They didn't tell us what they're giving away, but they said they're going to have a free gift right. for any of you members. So that's something free you can get. Now, for just regular people going to a Disney park on a regular day, if you're celebrating anything, even if just whatever, go pick up a button. You know, they give all these buttons away right. for free. You ever see people wearing buttons around? They either pick them up right there at the front of the park or you can get them handed to you at uh, your resort stay. They'll ask you if you're mm -hmm. celebrating something and they'll hand you right, right. over a button. Um, those are nice free right. souvenirs stores too. from your trip. If you're going to some of these uh, ticketed events, you know, at night, uh, take advantage of, uh, you know, uh, you know, Mickey's not so scary and, you know, collect on the candy. If you're going right. to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, uh, collect on the, the, the cookies, cookies or whatever, you know. Uh, there's so many little freebies that you can discover throughout the park. If you go to Magic Kingdom Park, there's the Sorcerers of the Kingdom right. card, you know, and you, that's a free game and you get a free pack of cards every day you're at the park. Yep. Take advantage of that. There's also the, and I forgot the name of the pirate adventure, right. but there's the pirate adventure that is completely free to play. And if you just go a couple rounds, you get a free fast pass to Pirates of the Caribbean. Plus, but you can use any time that day. You get some other trinkets along the way as you play the exactly. game. So, you know, look for those things. There are, they are around. They do exist. Um, even just hitting up some cast members who have stickers. Yeah. You know, Disney stickers, they're around everywhere. Uh, go hit up DVC. They have stickers to give away a lot of times. You may get a little bit of a pitch for DVC, but you know they they won't hold you to it. You don't need to stick around, but they almost always have something to give away, stickers-wise right. or whatever the case may be. And if you do want to do the DVC, you know, talk, you usually will get a some sort of gift, Disney right. gift card for going and experience it, and sometimes some fast passes as well. Right. We're going to talk a little bit more more about that on next week's show. But anyway, take advantage of any free stuff that comes across when you're out at these parks when you right. when you get there. Yeah. Also, at the um, with forms of transportations, uh, they don't always have them, but uh, frequently have uh, souvenir cards. You know, they're like the baseball trading cards uh, of the different forms of transportation, whether it be buses or boats, etc. So you can ask that especially for if you have kids around right so good great good stuff tip great stuff for this week and uh, next week uh we are going to be as i just alluded to we're going to be breaking down the basics of disney vacation club we actually got a wonderful email from a listener rochelle this week who had a lot of questions about yeah good question dvc knowing that we are members and so uh we decided you know it's about time we've been talking this up for a while now it's about time we went ahead and kind of went through some DVC basics with you, uh, you know, uh, what it's about, uh, how it, will it work for you, uh, all sorts of different details that might help you if you're thinking about becoming a Disney Vacation Club member. Right. I mean, originally, and you know, uh, spoiler alert, we are going to have some special guests to talk about some really unique things related to DVC um, membership 
But we thought, hey, before we bring them on, let's go through and kind of cover some of the basics um, and, you know, maybe a little bit more than basics, but, you know, something that would be helpful even to the people who are currently a DVC owner as well. Right. This is going to be basically uh, what we're going to do next week is DVC 101. Right. And then when we bring our guests on here in a few weeks, that's going to be like advanced DVC. Yeah. We're going to really get into it because they are very experienced, much more experienced than we are. Right. Even though we've been doing it for a few years now. And uh, we want to cover it because there's a lot of questions about it out there. I know we had questions about it and kind of hemmed and hawed about it for a long time before we finally went through and did it. And uh, we're glad we did. Uh, We're going to uh, talk to you and, you know, see if it's right for you as well. Trying to give out some explanations so you can kind of decide if it's something that you want to jump right. into as well. Right. Or that even just maybe enough information to help you go actually explore and go um, talk to somebody about it at at DVC. Right. So that's next week. We appreciate it today that you joined us. In the future, you'll find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And why don't, while you're there, why don't you sign up for the <laughs> newsletter? Yes, please do that. It'll be fun. Yes. Uh, and you can also follow us on social media. We are very active on social media on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And if you ever want to email us with questions like Rochelle did or some uh, to play along with some of our topics like Scott and Doug did, uh, please hit us up at our email address, HyperionAdventuresPodcast at gmail.com. Right. And we'd love to hear from you of some, uh, if you have questions like you, like Tom said, or if you have, you know, other suggestions or feedback on, on the show. We really love that. Uh, another way of giving us feedback, though, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, is through reviews. Yes, a review would be wonderful. It, uh, it helps us know how, uh, tells us how we're doing, and it also helps others find our show. But the easiest way to uh, have others find our show is just by word of mouth. Just tell a friend, hey, I listened to this podcast. I enjoy it. I think you might enjoy it as well. Yeah, we really appreciate that. We would really appreciate that. And we appreciate you, and we appreciate that you join us. Uh, for this episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast, we look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week.